Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to the Be The Man podcast. I hope everybody is just out there having a great Christmas season. Uh, For us, it is uh, Friday, December 15th. We're dropping this episode. It's going to be coming out on a Monday. Every Monday, you guys check out these episodes, and uh, we record it usually the week beforehand. Get to bring you guys a little bit of a word today. Pastor Stacy, how's it going? I'm jacked up. <laughs> I'm doing good, man. It's Friday. Amen. It was Monday where you are. It's Friday where we are. And yes. uh, it's Monday for us today, too. That's kind of weird. We're getting to some time and things there. Uh, I'm jacked up. I don't care what day of the week it is, man. Yep. I'm, I'm really ready to roll, excited about being right here, speaking with you guys. Pastor Adam, Eli did a great, great job this past week talking about purpose in your marriage. And it was cool. Excited always to have a little different voice speaking into your ears and into your spirit, guys. Just uh, glad you are with us. Glad to have the opportunity to speak into your life. It's Christmas, Eli. It is. I mean, we're here, man. It is. It's, it is full swing Christmas season. Actually, today, if I'm right, it's Friday, Hope and I are going to go out and finish up some Christmas shopping Woo. for uh, my family and her family. So it's that time of year. Full swing Does Christmas. she... Do, do, do you like shopping, Eli? Well, you like it. I think that's. I mean, I mean you do a lot of it. You know, Christmas wise. If Hope likes it, I like it. There you, you go. Know, that, I well, think shopping that's, with her yeah, looks good. I like to go shopping with Hope. You I know? like that. Uh, we, you know, she likes to shop, so I kind of like to. You know, that's a hobby of hers, so I go with her and kind of have fun with that. I agree. So, you know, so Tammy and I used to uh, back in the day go to Pigeon Forge on Black Friday. Mm. Get us a little motel room. I'm talking about a $20 motel room back in the day. And do all of our shopping one day, Black Friday. Now, Black Friday then is not what Black Friday now is. There, We did that for several years. I remember one year I had a little five-speed Ford Tempo. I never took it out of first gear. From Pigeon Forge all the way to Gatlinburg. Wow. It took us like two hours to get there. We looked at each other and said, Maybe we maybe we go at this a different way next year. So that was our last uh, that was our last Christmas shopping uh, Black Friday Gatlinburg experience, Pigeon Forge. But I do love to shop with her That's cool. because she loves Christmas yep. so deeply, and she loves giving. One of her again, I think her primary love language is gift giving. She loves to give people mm. things. So to ask her not to bring a gift to some party is hard. Yeah, because that's what she wants to do. She wants to give to you. And I'm thankful for her that she gives me all kind of stuff. So, yeah, shopping, I love to do that with her, man. Just, uh, I tell you what, though, over the years, she has really, as we've, as we've gone on in this, she does the majority of it. I'll just be honest with you guys. Yeah, yep. She texted me last night late, shopping's done. Shopping's done for Christmas. I thought, oh, praise God. That's it. That's good. That means I can start yours, honey. No, don't tell her I said that. That's not That's not true at all. I've already got her some stuff, so we're ready to go. Yeah, Christmas is here, man, and I'm excited about it always because of the coming of Jesus Christ, obviously. That ought to, that ought to as Christian men and women, it ought to stoke us up to celebrate the coming of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Nothing better, nothing bigger. Love Easter. I do. Love Easter, love the resurrection. Yeah. You know, if there's no resurrection, we don't have any hope, brother. Yep. But there can't be a resurrection without a coming mm. and without a life. So I'm I'm partial to Christmas. Just love it. Love the story. Love the love the wonder of it. Is that a good word? Yeah. Love the good. awe that it that it brings. 
And I'm going to tie this together. You're like, this is a marriage podcast, preacher, and you're talking about Christmas so much. So uh, I think it's good. This Sunday, I'm going to kick off a series here. If you guys are a mind to, whether you're in the house with us or pick it up somewhere on any of our broadcast outlets on the archive, pick it up live, 9, 15, 10, 45 Sunday. And we also have a 10, 45 a.m. on Christmas Eve and a 10, 45 p.m. on Christmas Eve. Going to do a special communion that night going to be a really intimate, worshipful moment Mm -hmm. as we are together at 12 midnight Christmas Eve to welcome Christmas Day in. That'll be the conclusion of our service. So all those things are available to you guys, but I'm going to be in the Word, Eli, talking about glory, talking about the glory. As I was studying, you know, you get as a preacher, I've been doing this 30 years, you know, so... Christmas, Easter, you know, at some point you're going, Lord, what else can I say about this? And and you get afraid because you're thinking, man, I need something fresh. But here's the beauty of the coming of Jesus is that it is timeless. It is the greatest story that's ever been told. Amen. It is eternally fresh and it's eternally powerful. And the further I go, the more I like to hear the story just of the coming of Jesus Christ and his great love for you and and for me. So not just reading through the old Christmas passages, you know, thinking, Lord, what do you want me to do this holiday season? How do you, what focus would you like us to take on your coming? And I kept coming across the word glory, Eli. Mm. It just stands, I've always heard it, you know, uh, Luke 2, you know, glory to God in the highest, all these things you read. But as you read the Christmas narratives, you see the word glory over and over and over. I see John's narrative, and that's going to be the jump-off point for my messages. And we beheld his glory. We looked at his glory. Um, So Sunday, yesterday, for for, in all intents and purposes, I will have preached the first message in this series called Glory, uh, looking at Christ's glory this holiday season. A couple of things that I've taken away from this that I certainly will share in that opening message and that you'll pick up there when you hear it. Is there some things that you just can't afford to miss at Christmas? And the list could go on and oh, on. Yeah. You know, you have personal things you don't want to miss. That's right. Shopping yeah. with hope. That's something you just can't miss. You can't replace that time. Um, whatever your traditions are at yep. Christmas, you, you don't want to miss those things. Certainly, so many things you can't miss. But I think this season, what I'm trying to sow into the hearts of the children of the Lord is just don't miss His glory. Mm-hmm. Whatever you do, don't miss His glory. Now... That has application for us, man. Right here at Christmas, I can't think of a better time than to look at your bride afresh and anew, to look at your significant other, your fiancé, the person you're dating, uh, the person you're praying for, thinking thinking about the glory of it. And I can tie that in in that futuristic tense with the scripture we're going to look at today. But guys, I think sometimes in the hustle and bustle of life and of mm. marriage, we're guilty of... of Missing the glory, the wonder, the splendor, and, and the awe. Glory is a tough word to define, Eli. Yeah. It's a tough word to define. Um, but you know it when you see it, right? When you see something that's glorious, you know it when you see it. I had the privilege of doing a officiating a little wedding for a couple, maybe two weeks ago, a week ago, week right, and a yep. half ago. Mm-hmm. Um and I never miss I, one of my favorite moments and everybody's moments is 
you know, here, the bride comes down the aisle. You know, that's, that's a big deal. Here we are in this little country church with that little single aisle. Maybe, maybe fit, if you, if you really pushed, you could get 65 people in there. Mm. Um, just a perfect setting for, for an intimate commitment of, of, of a man and a woman yep. to each other and to the Lord. But I'm going to tell you, when, when, the, when the bride rolls in the back door, the temperature of the place really changes. Now, yeah. Eli, I, I'm going to get to be with you in hope before long. Oh, yeah. And I can't imagine what she's going to look like, man. I, oh, I cannot yeah. imagine what she's going to look like. <laughs> My goodness. It'll be glorious. Yep. I, I will tell you, 35 years down the road, it's tough for me to describe, really, what, what Tammy looked like when, when she came through that back door with wow. her dad. Even a week and a half ago, you know, a fresh and a new. I've done a lot of these things, but the bride, oh my gosh, when she comes down, she's ready. You know, she's she's dressed. She's she's everything's just perfect for yep. the moment. So yep. there's some glory there that's that you start out with in a marriage relationship that's hard to define. What are you thinking you're going to do when you see hope, Eli? What are you thinking? Have you thought about that? <laughs> well, I mean, there's a there's a. a, a series of emotions, I think, that just begin to, to flood my mind when I think about that moment. Um, I mean, the, the natural reaction is just tears flooding my yep. face. You know, that's, that is a natural reaction. Um, but I mean, even now it elevates my heart rate a little bit, you Absolutely. Know, thinking about that, like, uh, woo! you know, it just gets you a little excited for, for, uh, that moment. And, you know, I think that's kind of like the, um, you know, in what I've experienced with preparing for a wedding and stuff like that, I think that's like the pinnacle you know, oh. moment for because you know she's out she's buying the dress they're shopping for a dress mm. they're getting all the the hair and makeup and stuff getting ready for that moment and man i just i mean i it gives me cold chills thinking about it thinking about that moment where she's going to come in you know with this full dress on Ooh. and a, a veil and the makeup and hair and all that so you know she's beautiful regardless but obviously that's going to be, gonna be a ready glorious moment yes. for sure Yes, and yeah. I'm going to be excited to see how you react too, Eli. Yeah. If if I react okay, I may not react okay. I'm yeah, just honest I mean, we, with you. I mean, I may be I may be in a bind myself. I may have to tend to my own affairs. We'll be you, we'll be down there together. Absolutely. At least, you know, uh, I always get a, a kick out of, and I get a little misty with grooms too, watching the groom's response because it's big um, to the glory. Yeah. And and then the message yesterday, kicking that off. You know, one of the things that that pertains to this word glory. You know, because I'm a word man. You guys know that. I, I, I love the etymology of words. I love mm. breaking them down, seeing where they come from, seeing how they apply in the moment. And you can press the word glory in the Scripture, especially where John talks about it. In chapter 1, we beheld his glory. You can press that word. And here's the reality, Eli. You can't really define it. Mm. You, there's every, every scholar, people smarter than me, uh, a lot smarter than me over a lot of years, have tried to pin that down, and they all come at it in a different way. I, I, it's, it's something we intuitively understand that we're, what we're talking about, mm-hmm. but to pin it down is tough because it's beyond language. It's beyond description. It's beyond understanding. It's it's not something you define. And I'll say this: I said this I, I, here again. I'm teetering in this time warp with you guys. Um, Glory is not really something that the Lord wants you to define. He doesn't want you to define His glory. He just wants you to behold it. He mm. wants you to see it. Yeah. Wow. He wants you to live in it. He wants you to, to appreciate it. He wants you just to soak it in. And I think what we're talking about in that pinnacle moment, as you so well put it, is there is the bride 
in all of her glory. And here you are anticipating that. Yeah. Here, here's the crowd anticipating that. And you say, does that have a spiritual application? Certainly. Revelation 21, we talk about this future understanding. Think about this, guys, that Jesus Christ is in heaven waiting for his right. That's what he's doing, that we have the privilege of being a part of. Revelation 21 tells us that the, the bride that he's waiting on, oh my gosh, if you go there, Eli, and he begins to describe the bride of Christ, I believe exactly what I've said is what will be betrayed. Wow. Impossible to describe. He goes on for a whole chapter trying to describe right. this holy city. And at the end of the day, he's like, words can't really express it. And there's one phrase in there that's telling to me, hey, I'm going to show you the bride. I'm going to show you the lamb's wife. He says, come on and take a look. The angel says to, to John, let me show it to you because I can't really tell you about it. Right. I'm trying to, but the best thing I can do is show it to you. And then John begins to describe it, try to describe it. And he can't. And, and man, here's what John's definition of it is the first part of verse 11. Revelation chapter 21, he said, I saw this bride, this holy city descending out of heaven from God, the people of God making up the city of God yeah. as his bride, the saved, the, the born again. And he said this, they have in them the glory, the glory of God. That gives me cold chills, man. It's amazing. So here is uh, Jesus' perspective that I cannot wait. He's thinking to himself, wow. man. I can't wait. I just want to see my bride in all her glory. Guys, that's a challenge for us. Yeah. That day in and day out. Because, yes, the pinnacle moment, everything you're building toward in that marriage moment is seeing that bride for who she is. But our responsibility, and yay, our privilege. I'll choose a different word. I'm a word man. Our grand privilege is to see that bride in that way. Wow. Day in. And day out. That is our grand privilege. Night in and night out. Not to define it for her. Not to define it for yourself. Not to try to shape it into something. Uh, guys, if you go into a marriage or if you're in a marriage relationship right now and you're trying to fix your wife, that's not, that's not what you should be doing at all. You should be appreciating your wife. You should be beholding your wife. You shouldn't be trying to mold her or shape her or press her into something. You should be empowering her and loosing her because I'm going to tell you, she'll only grow more glorious, Eli. I'm telling you, you'll see hope. It's going to rock you. You're going to say, good job, God. You really are. You're going to say, you did so good, Lord. I don't deserve. Here's what you're going to be thinking. I don't deserve. How did I get here? Yeah. What am I doing standing up here with something like that, walking down here to tell me that she's going to spend her life with me? Right, I mean, right. my prayer was Tammy didn't change her mind uh, from <laughs> one end of the aisle to the other. I was just going, oh, God in heaven, uh, let her just be blind for a little bit longer till she gets into this. But I can tell you, every day, her, her glory, I see it more and more and more. Hmm. Things I couldn't see in that first moment have become apparent to me even in the little moments of life. And guys, at this season, my challenge for you today, I'm almost in my preacher voice, Eli, so I'm hey, going to back I up a it. little bit. Um, my challenge for you is, is when's the last time you just looked at your wife? Didn't try to define her or to drive her. I see so many husbands, Eli, I observe it from outside. And I'm not being critical because it's easy to do. I see them trying to drive their wives I got to make sure she gets this done. Mm. I got to make sure she gets that done. Mm. Okay, I I, I got to do this. So making sure that she holds her end of the bargain up, and I got to. 
Oh, you're missing it. You're absolutely missing it when you're in that mode. And let me tell you what that does to the spirit of your bride. It stifles it. Mm. Let me tell you what that does to the glory of your bride. All it does is cloud it Mm. and hide it and suppress it. Guys, you shouldn't be driving your wife. Man, you shouldn't be trying to define your wife or, or remake your wife. What you should be doing is just appreciating her as the being that the Lord has made her the position that she holds in your life. And I promise you, you step back today and say, Lord, Show me her glory afresh and anew. Show me her glory. Let your mind drift back. You say, Pastor, I didn't have that wedding where she was dressed up like that. Yeah, but I bet standing. I bet you, Eli, even even if you were in a courthouse somewhere, that moment that you grabbed yeah. her hand and the justice of the peace said, do you, do you take this lady? You're probably going, oh, my gosh, look at yep. where I am. Yep. So the glory, you can't hide it. We'll talk about that. We talked about that in the message. I'm sure I'll talk about that on Sunday. Yep. It's my plan. And we'll talk about that on Christmas Eve. You can't hide. You cannot hide the glory of Jesus Christ. You cannot and the bride is a reflection of that. The church is a reflection of the glory of God in the person of Jesus Christ. So, guys, when you listen to this now, I'm gonna I'm gonna give, give you something spiritual here. When you when you allow your wife just to show forth her glory, you know what that does? That fills you. Mm. That blesses you. That glorifies and honors wow. you. When you honor each other like that, all of a sudden that radiant reciprocal glory begins to flow. And it is the greatest thing. If you want to look more glorious to your wife, if you want her to look at you like you're somebody again, maybe she hasn't looked at you that way in a while. Have you looked at her in a while? Maybe Mm. it's because you haven't been looking at her in the way that you should. You haven't been holding her in the esteem that you should. Very difficult for her to do that for you if you're not doing that for her. So I challenge you, man. Just just let her be who she is, and maybe this Christmas season, just commit to two weeks. We got two weeks left in December, Eli? Yep, we do. All right, so commit to two weeks. I'm just going to observe her. I'm just going to see her in all her glory and pray, Lord, will you just show it to me? Will you show it to me? What do you think about that, Eli? You know, you said a, you put a word that, that I, I, I like to think about there. You said, you know, sometimes we can cloud the glory. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that I thought about that, and I, when you said that, I'm like, you can cloud it, but you can't get rid of it. No. You can't really hide it. It's still there. It. It's still there. And I can just imagine, you know, I think about this sometimes. I told you earlier I was trying to study through Revelation a little bit. I just think about what if I was in John's shoes, <laughs> you know? Can you imagine? Mm. And and the way he's describing this glory, I mean, I could not have even put words to it. You know, I, no. I imagine that I, I mean, I can't even imagine what that would have been like. So just to see how, you know, John was able to describe that. But also to know how we can, you know, cloud that we can try to hide it. But the glory, especially of Jesus Christ, and has as we represent that for our spouses, that glory is still there. It's never gone away, and it's always going to be this this ever growing sort of concept, I guess. Amen. Know? And dude, you set it up good. They finish. John finishes out Revelation twenty one by. Hey, I saw this. I, I tried to describe it for about twenty five verses, <laughs> but let me just tell you, I saw this. I saw this. The city, listen to what he says. The city had no need of a sun or the moon to shine in it, for the glory of God illuminated it. The glory of God illuminated. The Amen. Lamb wow. is its light. And the nations of those who are saved shall walk in its light. And the kings of the earth bring their glory and honor into it. How wow. about that? You you bring something to add to that. So that's 
how fantastic a description yeah. of marriage. The gates of it shall not be shut by day. No need to lock the doors. Uh, and they shall bring the glory and honor of the nations into this city. And there shall by no means enter it anything that defiles or causes it. So, guys, here it is. All wow. these things um, that when you release your wife, when you just say, hey, man, there's the glory. I just want to dwell in it. I want to bring what I can to it. I want to add to it so that, man, it'll illuminate our home. It'll illuminate our, our experience together. It'll illuminate the lives of our children. It'll illuminate our families. It'll illuminate the kings of the earth. Everybody will see the glory of God. And I think when husbands and wives begin to yeah. release one another, I love what you said. Can't cloud this glory. Can't you, you? You might. You can't get rid of it. You might cloud it a little bit. You can't get rid of it. Yeah. It is there. It is what lights. It is who your bride is. It's it's what the Lord has put in her as a bride. And man, it's always there. So maybe the challenge for us today is: Have I been veiling that? Have I been conducting myself in a way? Have I just been missing it? I'm yeah. gonna go back to where I started. Guys, don't miss it. Okay. If I could challenge you anything this Christmas season, don't miss the glory that is a husband and a wife walking together. And and here's here's John saying the bride has the glory of God right. in her. So your bride has your glory in her. She reflects that glory back to you and you to her. It is crazy the reciprocal relationship that's there. Um, man, don't miss the glory that is your bride, guys. So I'm going to challenge these guys, Eli, a little bit practically. So maybe you say, oh, that sounds great, Pastor, but we've been married 60 years. We, you know, I mean, the glory is gone. I've seen all the glory. Well, I challenge you, no matter where you are in this journey, to, to put, put pen to paper, you know, take your phone, whatever you do, whatever note, way you take notes or leave yourself, you know, when you have a thought and you want to get it down. And I challenge you to say, Lord, you know what? Will you take, I bet the veil's on your eyes. I, yeah. I, I bet that's what's causing it. And would you say, Lord, can you take the veil off my eyes again? Mm. And can you help me see, just let me see my bride for who she is. Um, I, I see Tammy, she's out and about today, man. She was texting me before the, before we started laying this podcast down. She was texting me a little bit. She's running around with, with some ladies from the church today. They've packed up presents for kids at, that have nothing and have no hope of getting anything. They're having to ship them out west. The cost of this is astronomical, but here here they are, and she's a part of this, and she's delighting today in marshalling resources, getting the best shipping prices, making sure to make contacts with where these gifts are headed, making sure the kids get the gifts they're supposed to by name and in the place they're supposed to. Um, And to me, I've done nothing this morning but with every text, think, my gosh, what a person this is. Yeah. You know, I was I was worried about traffic on 25 today. Eli, I'll tell you, that's all I've been talking about. Yep. I'm taking videos of it going, man, can you believe this? Can you believe this? <laughs> and so I'm worried about me losing 10 minutes somewhere in a day where I don't have anything really pressing me. I have a few things to do, but it's not like they're on a deadline. I mean, right. you know, it's not hurting me. I could, I should sit and contemplate the glory of my bride and the glory of the Lord in those moments when I have an idle moment in traffic. But here I am doing that, and she doesn't care if it's trafficy. She just wants to bless some people, wants to give to Amen. some people. Um, you know, she's just more incredible, Eli, than she ever has been. So, guys, just something tangible today. I would just ask you to say, Lord, you know, you know, take the old blinders. Help me to pay a little more attention. Help me to be attentive. And help me to see the glory that is in 
is in my wife that that shines naturally. You can't hide it. If you're looking for it, it's there. Right. You know, there's this passage, there's an old message I, I just love, and I preach it every now and again through the years just to because it's so pertinent. Um, one phrase it says of Jesus Christ. You remember this? Um, people just pulling at him. He's healing people. He's oh. preaching. Mm-hmm. He's teaching. And people pulling at him everywhere. And he said, guys, I got to get out of here. I can't do this. My flesh is weary. And they took him and tried to tried to hide him. Yeah. Okay? Mm-hmm. Tried to hide him for a little bit, give him a little bit of peace. And the gospel writer bears record, he said, but he could, he could not be hid. Yeah. His glory, he could not be. Amen. You couldn't hide him. He could not be hid. And so, fellas, I'm telling you, the glory that's in your bride, it can't be hid. Yeah. Uh, you you might good. not see it because you're not looking for it, but I promise you it's, it's there. there. So today, as Eli has said, make sure that you pay attention to it. It's there. It's not gone. Ask the Lord for fresh eyes to help you see it. Eli, I'm going to give you a chance to do this practically. What are, what are some things that you see that if you were putting pen to paper right here, right now, said, you know, hope is pretty darn glorious she really is and pastor let me tell you let me tell you a couple things that i see in her that that i can't define and i can't even describe but i see them and they're real you know the the first thing that kind of comes to my mind when i think about this because we've been talking about glory and uh you know and whenever we were talking about hope coming down as the as the bride on the wedding day in the physical sense, she looks beautiful, mm-hmm. you know, and that that physical glory that she presents. In the same way with Jesus Christ, he's Amen. physically glorious. But I also think about the status of just who hope is, Woo! you know, yeah. and that's kind of one of the things that that came to my mind when you said, "Well, what practical ways?" I'm just like because she she is who she is my person. She's, yep. she, you know, she's gonna be my wife. Mm-hmm. You know, she the status of who she is is just so glorious to me. And because, you know, there's lots of ways I could go on and on about how she's compassionate, she's caring, she's, you know, got all these, you know, ways to talk to people that I just can't do, you know, she's Mm an extrovert, all this kind Mm -hmm. of stuff. But I really think it's her status of who she is to me that was what makes her so glorious in my mind. And if I could put a, a word, like I said, to encapsulate everything... It's that word of status. Yep, I like not, that. Not that she's, you know, she's not the, the president or anything. I mean, she's, but in my mind, she's greater than she that. She is who she you is, know? She's, absolutely. She is the status of what she is to me mm-hmm. is greater than anything and more glorious than anything I can describe other than Jesus himself. I love it. And think about, um, for, the, for the Lord to be thinking of you and I and his church in this way, when we know who we are. I mean, yeah, we right. know where we are, we know what we're <laughs> capable of. But by His grace and His redeeming love, He has made us into things that Amen. we never could have made ourselves into at all. I mean, to think about to Him, why are we glorious? Well, it isn't because of anything we've done. Nope. It isn't because of anything we can do. It's just because of who we are, and that's Amen. what you're saying. Just because of who your wife is, that's really good, Eli. Yeah. How she conducts herself. I, I love what you said. So one of the things that stands out about my bride to me is, is, is how she, she will go out of her way. The, the attitude of her heart, the limitless um, nature of, yeah. her, of her grace, her care. If there's someone in need, I got to tell you, that's the person you want on the case because she will give everything she has wow. uh, for, for anybody that's in need anytime. So there's so many things, guys, that if you look at your bride. And here again, I'm going to go back to where I was headed with that. 
I wonder why in the world she's with me because I, I'm in that same, I, I look at it that same way. I'm thinking, man, how does she put up with me every day? Yeah. Just who she is and the way that she deals with me and the grace, the mercy, the love that she fr- so freely as Jesus pours out yeah. on me in my life. I, I'm with you, Eli, just because she is, just because she is my bride, that, that should make her the most glorious thing that, that I'll ever see. Can't describe it. No. Um, no. But my privilege is to live in it, to, to observe it, to bask in it, to be empowered by it, yeah. to be inspired by it. It's, it's a marvelous thing. So, guys, put pen to paper. Second thing, tell you, tell you, bride. Now, I say this too often, but share it with her, okay? You can communicate it through that smile. Just watch when she's hosting. I see, we were at, uh, I don't talk to some of my other sisters, we were at a dear sister's house for a, for a church staff event just this week, and I've been there many times as she's hosted church staff things. She just shines in that moment. Yeah. Everything's ready. Everything's right. It's extra. We talk about extra all the time, being extraordinary. Yep. It's always over and above. It's, you know, thank you. Oh, not a problem. It is, I love doing this, you know. And, and so, guys, maybe in that moment, tell, tell your wife. Maybe that's what she does. Maybe she hosts well. Maybe she, maybe she just makes your home a place that people love to be. Whatever it is, yeah. observe it and then tell her. But, you know, you can communicate with your bride in so many ways, spoken word, text. But I think sometimes just sitting back and watching her do what she does Amen. and letting her catch you smiling, just saying, <laughs> oh, my gosh, you're doing your thing, aren't you? Just the fact that it's you're – what am I trying to say? Just the fact that she catches you observing her in a way that expresses awe and gratitude. And, man, baby, you are incredible. But you'll see it in your face. So guys make it known to her somehow that you just think she's the greatest thing that, that, ever, that ever drew breath. And maybe some of you are out there going, maybe I'm past that, preacher. I don't know. Well, let me tell you. Ask the Lord this season for a renewing touch yeah. of the love of Jesus Christ in your home. Uh, a, a, an attitude, we talk about grease for relationships. And there's a few more we can go through, but forgiveness is big. You know, maybe there needs to be some forgiveness. Maybe there needs to be some reprioritizing yep. in your household. Uh, whatever happens, purpose, yep. as you guys talked about, maybe what is our purpose? Dream. All these guys, we got a conference coming up in January, a Be the Man live podcast, where we're going to go over some of the basic tenets of what it means to, to be the man and what we're talking about week in and week out. But go back to those basic tenets and say, help me to help me to put those into practice, Lord, would you, this holiday season? And I promise you, you do it. And you'll see the glory of your bride shine through. And, and she'll want to see you seeing that, I promise. <laughs> and it'll do nothing but enhance it, guys. Nothing but enhance it. You know, I saw uh, it, or yesterday, or maybe I think it was yesterday, day before yesterday, uh, I can brag on you for a second. We were going out to lunch and you're on the phone with Tammy. She's about to go work out. And you were just talking to her about, you know, I'm so proud of you. I'm so happy that you're doing this. You know, like, I, I'm, I, you go get it, girl. And it was just so cool because I was like, wow. Like, that, you know, kind of see the, the be the man, you know, sort of uh, principle come to fruition in that moment was I kind of stood back a little bit I was like hey that's that's kind of neat you hallelujah know? I'm glad you caught me Eli I'm and that, glad. it was that's it was kind of cool and that's I think that's what you know that's kind of the pinnacle of what we're talking about and the glory of what Adam and I talked about last week the the glory and the purpose of what our spouse does we come alongside with them and say I'm here for you absolutely I'm, I'm supporting you 
and you are killing it at what you're doing, yeah. and I'm proud of you. Amen. You know, and that you know when everything else in the world goes away, that's enough. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, what what the Lord has done in you and and for you as a couple, that's enough, guys. So maybe you're out there and you've drifted from that. I challenge you, don't don't drift yeah. any further. Just ask the Lord to help you do it. I do that subconsciously almost anymore, Eli, because it's who we are together. That's awesome. Um, it's not subconscious to her though. You know, for her to have heard that, that's a big deal. So, yep. guys, that's that's what I'm saying. Just put it put it into practice, and listen. You know, uh, Paul often says, uh, "Pay attention to your own wife." You know, so <laughs> I think your wife needs to know that she is the most glorious. It's okay to appreciate the glory in sisters of Christ of yours, but make sure that that you're holding your wife yeah. on the highest esteem absolutely possible I, I love you guys man i'm telling you i hope you'll tune in and check out that uh series of messages just three of them three yep. different ones about ways that we can see the glory of jesus christ and i hope it reminds you when you're hearing them of this podcast that man my wife is is a blessing i can't even describe and eli we're almost a year into this i know it it's and awesome. i still haven't found adequate words to describe the marriage relationship Amen. so uh, i hope that that insufficiency of vocabulary strikes your heart and your mind more acutely than ever this season and that you go wow i'm dealing with something here beyond description all i can really do is just appreciate it observe it as john said come and behold his glory come and see it and so uh, i pray you do that afresh and in you guys yeah guys so you know i think you may have already mentioned it earlier but if y'all don't have a church home uh, I want to put this in your spirit again, uh, 915, 1045, this Sunday, uh, December 24th, the new Christmas Eve, we're going to have a 1045 a.m., 1045 p.m. service, and then uh, New Year's Eve, we're going to have a 1045 a.m. service as yep. well. So yep. if y'all don't have a church home, come see us on Sunday, uh, next Wednesday, too. We're yeah. going to have Candle and Carol service. Might be my favorite service of the year, dude. Hey, we, we do it every year. It's mm-hmm. a, a Pastor Johnny does a great job setting that he up. Sure does. I'm going to get the privilege of playing the piano a little bit and maybe a banjo or something. Go get it, know? Eli. I love that. So uh, you guys come out to that. That's going to be 6.30 on Wednesday. There's a, a lot of things that, that we do here at Trinity for Christmas season just because it's such a glorious time, and I want you guys to be a part of it. Uh, remember January 19th. Keep that on your spirit. Uh, we're going to be doing the Be the Man Live experience it's going to be fun. I, you know, we got these banners coming in. We, we sure got do. some little booklets that I'm going to give you guys. So it's going to be a cool night, man. You guys come out to that. So you got anything else for I'm good, Pastor? man. Just know you loved, guys. Amen. Know you loved. Prayed for. You guys go out there and uh, be the man this week and show the glory of Jesus Christ and to the glory of your relationship Amen. with your spouse. Love you guys.